It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. I'm here. My name's Pete Donaldson. Luke Moore is also here. And Luke Moore did not tell me I had a spot on my nose. Ah, uh, yes. I'll give it a little squeeze. It's all right now. I am Luke in, 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 in this uh, foul jamboree. Yeah. And the spot on the nose thing yeah. is that um, I find it difficult because I didn't actually notice that one. Right, okay, for, fair for, to start. Okay. But right. if I did notice it, see, I'm someone who does like to be told these things. But I've got something in my teeth. Yeah. Uh, food gets caught in your teeth a lot more as you get older. It's just a yeah. fact of life. I would prefer to be told about it. And I regularly say to my wife, I can't believe you've let me sit there in X event yeah. with a piece of whatever it is, pepper. In my eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe it. I can't believe you've let me sit there with a massive lamb chop on my head <laughs> and, not, and not said anything. An and she's, she, she always says the same thing. Oh, I didn't see it. Shut up. Liar. You just didn't want to say anything. She Do say something. I don't like to look at your visage, Mr. Moore, yeah, she says. That's fair enough. So the, I didn't see your spot, but okay. if I'd seen it, I would have probably out. taken the mickey out of sure you. Wow, what a humdinger that is. Um, yeah, um... Mm. I'd like to thank the man who works for American Airlines in uh, Houston, I do believe, uh, who was at the counter, who pointed out to me um, in a rather surreptitious way that my flies were down. <laughs> he said, oh. excuse me, sir, your flies are down. But can I just say, and I'm not suggesting that you, this is not meant to be actionable or uh, mm. potentially libelous mm. or a slight on your good name and person, Mr. Mm. Donaldson, but of all the people I have ever met... Mm you have your flies down the most. Yeah, correct. Why is that the case? Attention to detail. I'm not a details person. I'm a big picture guy. <laughs> but do you wear a particular brand of trousers that means that happens more regularly? I, or? Buttons, I wear a lot of buttons. I wear a lot, a lot of trousers, which isn't don't always have um, zips. Right. I wear a lot of trousers on the jeans. Jeans have zips, trousers have buttons in general. And uh, yeah, I've always got, I'm always flying low. These shorts I've bought are bad for it as well. Uh, They're okay at the moment, yeah. yeah. It can happen. Sometimes you get a loose, a loose zip. Anyway, it's the Luke and Pete show. It's yeah. Monday, isn't it? Yeah, it's Monday. Uh, you're very welcome along. Um, we are going to try and brighten up your commute, your run, your session in the gym, or your um, next half an hour of pretending to do work. Maybe right? you are pursuing a man with a knife down the street and you're listening to us. We're gonna we're gonna accentuate that experience with tales. Maybe you're of the listen- unexplained. Maybe you're listening to us while you are um, performing a three sixty in a okay. stock car race, or a an ollie on a little finger trick skateboard. Little finger trick skateboard. We still haven't got to the bottom of fingerboards. That. I think they were called. Finger, they? Were they? Fingerboards. Yeah. Okay. Like on um, a violin. 
if you're new to the show, we don't start every single show talking about spots on Pete's face. No. Um, we do tend to shoot the shit for a little bit and then uh, read your emails. Pete, what have you been doing apart from um, so not sorting out your complexion? How's your haircut going? We heard about that a little week or two ago. It's going um, out nice. It's going out nice. You weren't very happy with it. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been doing a lot of uh, been doing a lot of um, like I've been hanging out with a lot of live musicians uh, as we spoke standard. before. No one's I went impressed. to Lisbon and then I went to see Paul Simon, who is very small. And then <laughs> I went to interview Noel Gallagher, and he did a set, and it was very hot. Um, and I forget how lovely people from Manchester are, um, and they deserve better weather. <laughs> how, you, how are you getting on they, with I the, just um... don't understand like why they're so cheery when the weather is it's, it's so overcast all the time and it rains all the time. Why are they so happy? Why are they so nice? Why are they so smiley? I don't understand it. The worst, they don't deserve that weather. They've all got a bit of an attitude on them, to be fair. No, they haven't. Um, with the worst um, part of the country for rain, oh, well, I mean, if you like rain, it's not worth but the most prevalent... Um, rainfall I think happened somewhere in the Lake District and it is something ridiculous like 320 days a year or something really so it's not actually Manchester that's the worst isn't that it's, crazy it's, yeah, yeah. it's up that way though isn't it uh, yes yeah, same same neck of the woods I suppose same Gregory um, mm. what I really wanted to ask you a question about hair again oh that's what it was <laughs> okay. the question I wanted to ask you Pete was um, we are men of a certain age yes Okay. and we mentioned uh, a week or two ago about how you know, you you were being criticised for wearing a item of clothing from Top Man. Yeah, and I Top Man's not Top Boy, is it? True, Dickheads. but I do find myself in a situation now where I don't want to dress, you know, with the greatest respect, like an older person, mm. but I also obviously can't dress regularly in Top person. Man. Uh, so I have to sort of find some sort of weird hinterland between the two. Mm. I was going to say the word hinterland. Were you? Yeah, yeah enjoyable. You um, but you seem to just you you dress quite young. You just crack on with it. You don't care. Um, I don't. I, I wear trousers. I never wear jeans. You do I never wear, wear baseball caps. Never wear jeans. I wear jorts in the summer. Jorts. I wear jean shorts in the summer, but that's just me. No, but I think you when Shun it comes to legging. when it comes to semi formal and formal occasions, right. you're quite well dressed. I'll mm. give you that. Uh, absolutely. But I think this is going to bring me on to my my question, which was going to be because you've got darker hair than me, right? I've and you're and you're not going bald. Right. I've never. I'm never, nor am I, but I'm never going to have to answer the grey question. Is that true? Because it'll just go straight from blonde to grey. Can you see it going grey now? I can see a couple of grey hairs. Can you? you? But, but they, they really don't it doesn't stand, um, stand out, stand does it? Out, no, but yeah. you, yours are going to stand out, so yeah. what are you going to do about it? Probably nothing. I just hope it comes in in one big streak, like uh, the barber of uh, Fleet Street, is it? What's his name? Who's that? I'm name? thinking Paulie Walnuts of Sopranos. Yeah. Get the grey wings. Yeah, just get the grey wings. But yeah. then it's quite short on the side. I just want it to come in with a big streak like, uh, I don't know, Nigella Lawson or something. You'll look exactly like that guy I saw on the tube that looked like you. Do you remember? Yeah, oh, he's completely grey. Yeah. yeah. He looked like you, but it was completely grey. Wonderful. So you're, not gonna, you're just going to let it happen? Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Once you start dicking about, I interviewed um, Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he gets involved in the old uh, moustache and beard dying it's just it's just an edifying like you just gotta do that too especially with a beard that grows so quickly you have to colour that in and you can basically see underneath the, the brown the sort of weird mahogany brownies dyed it mm. the white hair and it's like 
looks bad. Jeez, guys. Did you said that to him, or did you go, oh, goodness when, me, that's great. Goodness me, that's great. That's um, the thing, though, but with being a rock star, you can do whatever the hell you want, and also you've got the resources as well. So you can wear sunglasses indoors if you're a rock star. People you do, don't do go, that. People don't do, no, you do I that, that all the time. I do that because I wear prescription lenses, and sometimes I forget to bring my spectacles, which also I rolled on a couple of days ago. I've ruined my spectacles because I rolled on them in bed, <laughs> like, a, like a stupid bear. Was it in the throes of passion? No, well, sleeping, throes of sleeping. Um, and, and speaking of that um, thing, Sir Cliff Richard, he's got the dye going on. I mean, he's 77. <laughs> Sir Cliff, no one thinks you've still got brown hair. No, You're I know. 77 years old. Well, a lot of, again, a lot of actors and... and, and Happened with Tom Jones, didn't it? Tom oh. Jones, and then, he just oh. went, and then he just went white immediately. He just went, oh, fuck this. Fuck this, yeah. Fuck this shite. Do you reckon he would come and thought, I haven't got any fucking left. I have, uh, I've got an appointment. I've, uh, I've bloody run out, haven't I? <laughs> All the shops are closed. i got to be at the Royal Variety performance soon. I'm doing the voice. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Anyway. I would have liked to have seen um, the like, halfway house sort of thing. Remember when that bloke out the... Um, um, uh, who's Hitch from Steps? Uh, who's H from uh, Ian Watkins? Ian Watkins from uh, the, the other one. The other. Ian oh, Watkins. you are talking about that one. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about that one. Okay. The, um, You're always he, talking about him. I just like. I just think his mugshot is a. He he was quite good looking in his mugshot, but even though he's dreadful and some things he did, his mugshot was one of the better mugshots. The but best hair, ever. The best of a mugshot. But his hair had gr- it clearly Great, dyed. Yeah. But he clearly been dying his hair for a long time, yeah. and he's completely completely white haired. So the dye was half out, half yeah. in. Yeah. What's your point? He still looked badass. Um, the best ever mugshot. Was David Bowie? Yeah, it looks like in. a fashion shoot. It Co- looks like a fashion shoot. Cockania, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, it's definitely drugs involved. But I mean, <laughs> it, it look, it's the best mugshot of all time, without question. Anyway, some of the um, best interviews uh, are, um, where you see David Bowie on cocaine. Um, it, just, just, just Google Bowie cocaine interview, and he is so on cocaine, yeah. like so on cocaine. And the one where he's in the back of the taxi. Which it's, is that one? It's just, it's, it's just paranoia. It is, <laughs> is, is paranoia. He's, he can't sit still. He's <laughs> looking out of every window. <laughs> and I guess if you're someone who's that famous anyway, you're probably quite prone to paranoia as it is. Right. It's a very, Everyone's very looking good at you advert. all the time anyway, aren't you? It's a great advert for not taking cocaine. <laughs> put it that way. It's just, and some of the stories from like rock stars and, and even just like people who just didn't have that much of a problem, like bashing back like three grams a day. What, hmm. what are you doing? Are you just on the toilet all the time? I don't understand. There was a story like, about... There's no a, way anyone can do that in a sustained manner. There was a story about a quite well-known figure in music that I'm not going to name because I can't remember the exact detail of the story. But Hitler. I mean, no, it wasn't. No, no. Um, it was very underrated as a musician, I was going to Who, who um, if, if, I, I can't remember if this is in his book or not, but, so I'm just going to leave him nameless. Mm. He had a horrendously bad cocaine addiction. Right. I think in the late nineties, and um, he found himself doing all that horrendous stuff that, that we're led to believe drug addicts do, like looking for little rocks of cocaine in the, in the rug and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But apparently, he was um, he went to the pub on one Sunday with his pals, just for a bit of Sunday lunch or whatever, mm. and was obviously going back into the toilet on the old uh, on the old nose bag. And when he was sat down at the table in the pub, the septum of his nose fell out. Uh, that happened to the block out of. Um... It's worse than that. This story is worse. He said. He said his first thought was to get that piece of his own nose. Yeah. Put it on the windowsill behind him so it could dry out because he mm. gets some good good drugs out of it. Wow. That's rock bottom, guys. 
Oh. That is rock bottom. It's weird how it attacks that bit of the nose. Like, it actually just pops out. It's like, oh, God. It's not great, is it? Who are you going to say who had that? Status quo. Oh, did he? Fell out in the shower. I think it was either the blonde one or the, I think it was the blonde one. He was like, yeah, I mean, something fell out. Um, what's his name? He's not left us, is he? Has he left us? One Rossiter's of them left us. dead, I think. No, Francis Rossi. Rossi, sorry. Is he, is he, is he left us? I, one think, of them Rossi, left I us. think Rossi died. Uh, the, um, the ponytail died, but the blonde guy is still with us, I believe. Rick Parfitt. Oh, did Rick Parfitt die? Yeah, Rick Parfitt's dead, I think. Oh, Francis right, okay. Rossi is still okay, with us. Okay, Rossi's still with us then. Yeah. Surprisingly, um, together band. Well, not anymore, obviously. No, for obvious reasons. They went around for they went around for ages. They were playing up until his death, pretty much. Yeah, there we go. Whatever you want, August. That's their legacy. They they had a fifty year career in music, so someone on a mic could go, "Whatever you want, August." Oh, if you didn't like it, you shouldn't have taken the money for it. Exactly. Exactly. Let's get out of here and go to emails, Pete. All right, then. Let me just press this button. That's going to need to be louder. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Look sharp. Look sharp. I remember buying that record. I love that. I love that album. He uh, is good, and he should come album. back with better things. <laughs> it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant album. Look sharp. Look sharp. Happy um, shopper. I like it. Yeah. One point he says, "Happy shopper." Yeah. You don't see them very often anymore. No, you don't. Now it'd probably be, um, what's like a popular off-brand Co- uh, Bungins. Um, no, there's a Bungins um, Price Chopper. Price Chopper. Yeah, get them in South London. That? You get them in South London. Price Chopper. Yeah. Jesus. Spa. It's, yeah, I mean, spas are ubiqu- Yeah, spas are good. Do you remember go, all actually. days? All days. We used to have all days when we no. grew up. No. You, you, you down south, it's down south and down north. Very two very different things. We had herons. Which literally like a, never heard of it. Herons. 
Um, Presto. Presto? Yeah, I think they were like one of the earlier kind of Scandinavian sort of uh, supermarket brands. Netto. Uh, you, what we should have done is, we, if we had any planning, we should have. You should have done like ten of them, and five would have been real, five not, and see if I guess them. Because I wouldn't really guess any of them. Yes. Um, this is the email section where we, well, frankly, the the creatively interesting part of the show, where mm-hmm. uh, we hear from you, the listener. The quality of these emails has never been higher. No. Um, we're eighty odd episodes in. And it's yes. still people's stories are still being told. Aren't they? We're very much like you and I are like John Hurt in that Sunday evening creepy show uh, co-produced by Jim Henson. Was it called The Storyteller? Oh, yes. I remember that, that was terrifying when you were a kid. I didn't watch a lot of it. I, re- I used to watch a lot of uh, young Indiana Jones at that point. Storyteller was on like Sunday evenings and it was, oh man, I used to watch it. I don't know why, but I used to, I used to be so scared of it. Um, anyway, Sam's been in touch. Hello to you, Sam. Thanks, Sam. He says, hi, Luke and uh, Pete, the Luke and the Pete. Um, in reference to child actors in episode 81, Luke specifically mentioned the child actors um, from Netflix hit Stranger Things. Oh. Have you seen that, Pete? Uh, no, I haven't. I you think watch we've, it. I think we've uh, dealt with that before, to be honest. You'd like it. He says, I work for a summer camp in upstate New York, and I'm originally from the UK, um, and have been listening to your shows for a long time. The reason for writing in is that Noah Schnapp... Will Byers in Stranger Things, that's the main kid, really. Right, the kid, kid who goes yeah. um, goes missing in the first series. Has he got the funny face? There's one kid no. who's got a funny face. He's got the bowl, bowl haircut. Oh, right, okay, yeah. They've all got quite funny faces. Yeah. Um, he says, he attends our camp uh, and has done every year since 2013, the summer camp that Sam works for. Over more recent years, he has been able to attend camp on a less regular basis, but will always ensure he spends any free time over the summer with us. A very humble oh. and genuine kid who lists Tom Hanks as a previous co-star. Noah uh, recently joined us for a long weekend to be with his twin sister. So there's no real point to this story, but interesting nonetheless. Uh, he says, I'm also pretty sure he was stage school trained, which is something we talked about. Mm. But good to know that Noah Schnapp, a.k.a. Will Byers in Stranger Things, is a good egg. Good egg. Good baby egg. Hopefully he doesn't have a tortoise dropped on that egg. <laughs> that Watch egg out, egg. Yeah. Um, there's somebody who got in touch um, pimping a YouTube channel, but for crying out loud, I don't have the name of him. It was about the knives. Did you see this one? Oh, I did see that, yeah. Do you want me to try and find the email for you, Peter? Yeah, go on then. All right, you, you feel, and I'll try and find it. Um, oh, well, I'll do a quick one here. Um, hi, guys. Your podcasts have made my commute to and from work in hideous Bay Area traffic bearable. So for that, I salute you. On the topic of posh people being angry, my family still laughs when I uh, recount the time. Uh, we saw somebody steal a, a parking space in Greenwich Park. The loser of this battle proceeded to get out of his car, shake his fist, and uh, in the uh, poshest voice imaginable, uh, shouted, You selfish sod! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I've got a lot of time for that. That's wonderful. Uh, we were pissing ourselves too much to notice what happened next. Did you say uh, that was uh, George in San Jose, California? There was a guy um, who, there was a video going around of a man who was like, it was two lanes of traffic going into one, and this guy was like having a lovely day. He just sounded like the happiest guy on earth. Uh, and he basically shouted to the car who wanted to get in front of him uh, on this two lane into one lane situation. He basically <laughs> said, Right, rock, paper, scissors to get in front of me. And they did like a rock, paper, scissors <laughs> across the car. And the guy won. In situ. Uh, yeah, and the guy won and uh, got in his place. And this guy was loving it. Rock, paper, scissors, man. It was beautiful. That's a nice, I mean, you're holding up people behind you there. Yeah, man. you are. Yeah, yeah. to be fair. You've got to be more reasonable than that. Rock, paper, scissors. I've just forwarded you the email about the YouTube channel if you want it. You oh. can read it off your screen, mate. Oh, all right, then, mate. All right. Um, got it. Oh, it? yes, here we are. Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, hello to Mark. Marky Mox. Um, this is something I'm actually aware of, but it's uh, worth. Um, checking out if you can. When, when um, I saw this email come in, my first instinct, honestly, was people have already seen this. I've already watched about 
20 episodes of yeah. this. Every time there's a new one, I can't help but watch it. It's, I know how he does it. I know how it ends. But he just does a wonderful job. Um, yeah, this is from Mark. Uh, Evening Traps. Yes, it is past midnight, and I have fallen down a YouTube black hole, uh, but I couldn't resist the chance to share this little diamond with you. It was um, sent at only 12 minutes past midnight, so don't worry about it, mate. Um, of course, this exceptionally long YouTube Pete video... Pete just getting up at that point. Exactly. Of course, this exceptionally long YouTube video has absolutely no audio content, rendering it useless uh, for your podcast. But let's be frank, uh, judging by some of the other content that's made it this far, uh, it would still probably rank at fairly high. So real dig that. Um, this wonderful clip is from a YouTuber called uh, Kiwami Japan, a man who has an unhealthy appetite for knives. <laughs> this clip I have shared with you uh, here is uh, one of a series of non-metallic knives that Kiwami Japan actually makes. This one is made from pasta. Now, I spend a lot of time on YouTube. Uh, this is probably one of my favourite subjects that I've got involved in in my brain. Um, people making knives out of strange things, or just people making knives uh, in general. The actual process of making a knife is... Yeah. Um, it's so old school, but you can make knives out of pretty much any uh, metal. And the way they do it, the folding of the steel and the folding of the bits and bits, it's incredible. Basically, um, the time and effort he puts into this work is astounding, says Mark. Uh, his array of kit, the number of pairs of gloves he has, that whetstone uh, selection uh, he uses to sharpen the knives. His other videos include sharpening the dullest of knives into something a samurai would be proud of, and it's utterly mesmerizing to watch. It's almost ASMR-ish. Uh, this right. guy doesn't speak. He basically just starts with a material you wouldn't accept, uh, wouldn't um, sort of realise could be changed into um, into knives, uh, but you can. Uh, he manages to make uh, knives out of things like uh, plastic, like um, paper, just mm. compounded, uh, wet and then dried paper. It's incredible. But uh, Mark is basically focusing on what, what he makes out of pasta. After grinding down spaghetti, making a paste with the uh, with, with the uh, spaghetti paste, uh, baking it, and then sharpening it, sharpening it up, and proceeding to stab uh, ten bells out of a cardboard box in a plastic bottle, he does what every self-respecting pasta knife maker does: he whips up a cheeky three cheese sauce <laughs> and cooks the bastard, presents it on a slate tile, and voila, dinner is served. That's it's incredible. incredible. It's a wonderful thing to watch. Uh, but my favourite one, I think this guy's ever done. It might be someone else. He got a lot of um, pants. <laughs> Got a lot of underpants. Top man pants. Cut them up, possibly. Yeah. Cut them up, sliced them up. Um, yeah, and, and what he does is he, like, he, he basically um, boils them in a very, very hot pan. And then he um, flattens them out. And then does it again and then folds it over and then flattens it again and again and again until he's got this big sausage of, um, of basically compounded cotton or polyester. A long egg. And, and he's got to get the, he's got to get the right consistency, the right mix of polyester versus uh, cotton and stuff like this. And he bashes it down really tender, like tenderise and then beats it and then dries it out for um, so many days and then he's able to cut a knife shape out, shape out of it and then sharpen that knife and then he can cut um, like cucumbers with it and cut like uh, yeah, normal food. The problem, I understand how it's possible to fashion anything like that into a knife mm. and, and even make it sharp. Yeah. But with that pasta knife there, I mean, you're not going to really, really cut anything with it. It's going to be too uh, brittle, isn't it? No, I think if you're careful. No, because this is like compounded... Like you know, I've got like um, I've got a ceramic knife, and that's that should be quite brittle, but it's it's really not. It just loses its its dullness quite quickly. You have got to sharpen it quite a lot. And um, there was a there was a fashion, um, isn't there, during like from some organised crime gangs in the US to make guns out of porcelain. Guns stop, out of porcelain to stop them being um, wouldn't porcelain wouldn't porcelain be um, incredibly itself? I think it is possible because that, that's what that, that used to be done to stop them being picked up by metal detectors in like airports and well, stuff you like can that. Three D print them, can't you? Yes, you can. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised now. you haven't Plastic. got a 3D printer yet. 
No, um, I tried to, because um, you need a 3D modeler to model anything, I tried to um, make something in 3D Studio. Something back in the day I was quite um, I was quite good at. I was quite good at making stuff in, in 3D Studio, and I was, I was quite um, good at um, 3D animation. And I dipped a toe quite recently, and I realised I'd lost all of my skills, and it made me a little bit sad. You I got... studied for like three years doing that. I got to a certain level where I was like, you know what, that's pretty decent. I can do animation, I can rig up a body and, you know, make... Uh, so make it's not a... like riding a bike? No, I've completely forgotten how to do it. Could you just brush up on it, though? I reckon, I, I reckon it would take I, too long. Can I tentatively put out there to you and the thousands of people listening that I don't actually know how 3D printing even works. I, I can't really get my mind around how it's a thing. What do you mean? Like, I don't know how it would work. Well, imagine... Say if you had a tube of toothpaste. Yeah. Right? And you got a tube of toothpaste. Now, to the listeners, it probably doesn't make much sense. But if you started squirting it at one point... Yeah. And then started rotating in a, in a large circle... Yeah. The layers of toothpaste would um, kind of build up and build up and build up to a circular wall. Yeah. I mean, effectively, because it's quite um, uh, viscous, it would it would start to kind of yeah. fall yeah. into itself. But say something like something harder than that, maybe putty or clay, uh, and just build it up like that. That's what a three D printer does. But it's presumably the things aren't the, the things they build they make in the three D printer aren't made of clay. Like they're made of like plastic. And stuff well, yes, yeah, like so it's melted plastic. So like um, right. in the same principle as a glue gun. The, the glue that goes in is quite brittle and quite um, uh, rubbery. And then once you heat it, it becomes um, pliable yeah. and melted. And then it dries back into its original form, but in a new shape that you think. It's basically just like that. Imagine like a rotating glue gun or a glue gun that just does, you know, squirts out where it needs to in any kind of particular and thing. what and materials then, can be used in a 3D printer then? Well, it'd just be like some kind of um, thermal plastic, I guess. Did you ever glue your fingers together with the glue gun? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. We used to throw. I used to work in a print finishing factory, building bugle boxes. I think I've spoke about this before, but uh, God, I used to abuse myself with uh, <laughs> with that. Did your dad have Actually a glue gun in the garage? No, he didn't. Know, uh, no, right. he was more. He had um, some special ceramic, uh, not ceramic. Sorry, uh, this metal kind of paste. These two kinds of um, kind of uh, sort of moist metals that you had to mix together and that would be it would make this beautiful kind of grey metal that would fix anything it was wonderful I forget right. what it was one I had it like it was, it was in a grey tube uh, sorry a grey tub and a black tub and you'd mix it together and it'd make this beautiful sort of um, paste and it would um, it would solidify into like just metal basically it was magic um, here's an impromptu game for you right I'll say a sentence which is there has never been a dad born that doesn't Mm. And you have to put something in the end of it. I'll start off with an example. Right. There has never been a dad born that doesn't like to solder. Mm. Did is, dad do all dad solder, though? There's never been a dad born that doesn't like Pink Floyd. <laughs> it's quite fertile ground, because uh, dads essentially are, at their essence, mm. they are all the same. Cowboy films. Ah, that's not, that doesn't work for my dad. I don't think no. he likes them. No, I don't think so. Um, Pink Floyd, Dire Straits, Eric Clapton. No, Clapton, really? Every dad loves Clapton. Do they? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. I mean, Pink Floyd's big, isn't he? By dad, I mean dad over the age of like 55 or something. Because <laughs> I've got mates who are dads who probably don't like Eric Clapton. Um, yeah, um, what about this email from Paul in Dublin? Um, I've titled this email, When Phones and Photos Go Wrong. Ooh. You'll probably have some contribution to make on this, Donaldson, without question. Um, Paul says, Hi, guys. Uh, I'm a pharmacist working in Ireland... And I recently had an awkward situation with a patient. With the meteoric, uh, meteoric rise of camera phone usage in the last decade, I often get people asking me to look at photos of their friend's boil, their kid's rash, all sorts of things like that. 
One patient decided to show me a range of photos of her husband's rash for me to reach a possible diagnosis. Uh, diagnosis. <laughs> so you imagine you walk into the pharmacy, you want to get something for it, and you say, look, this is what it is. Yeah. Um, she swiped through numerous photos, but swiped one pick too many to be instantly presenting me with a pic of a toilet bowl with a massive shit in it. <laughs> yes! We both, looked at each, we both looked at each other and instantly and silently agreed not to mention the pic I'd just been shown. <laughs> Paul says, it got me thinking, have you or your listeners ever been accidentally shown a camera phone pic and what was the reaction? Uh, <laughs> hello at lukeandpeacher.com if you want to get in touch with that. He said, I, I really wanted something to contribute to, to one of my favourite podcasts, so thanks if you read it out. Cheers, Paul in Dublin. Mm. Pete, this must be... Some, I mean, I've got a folder on my phone just of pictures of you because you send constant pictures of yourself doing a ridiculous amount of silly things. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like me looking sexy or anything. It's me looking no. like an idiot every time. And it? I also take a few in the field myself. Like the yeah. time we flew back from somewhere and your shampoo exploded all into your bag. That was embarrassing. But, but you didn't realise that until we were in the queue to actually get on the plane. <laughs> uh, and so when everyone was... Literally, it was literally a scene where because we were queuing up to get on the plane, mm. everyone was stood in a line looking at you <laughs> and you were sat on the floor uh, with the shampoo everywhere um, and I've got a couple of pictures of that of you looking quite sheepish in my Pete folder. Yeah. The time when you got completely naked and sat in the studio and waited for me to notice. Got that a picture of that. You got a picture of me um, yeah. getting getting back together. Um, I'm just literally looking at what I've got in my camera roll. Um, I mean, that, it would, presumably, if this happened to... Say if Paul was your pharmacist... That's unbelievable. What do you mean that's unbelievable? So if, Paul, if Paul was Bad your... Boys, it was a, it was a, it's a, a pornographic film called Bad Boys Club. Uh, it's a William Higgins pre-condom classic. Did you did you get that from? Um, that's disgusting. Did you get that from? Um, oh, what gay men having sex? Unbelievable! No, it's disgusting that you walk around with stuff, pornographic imagery on your phone, Peter. Why? It's my phone. It's my business. Um, was it John's mate? Did you get that from John's mate's uh, porn shed? <laughs> uh, um, it flew over the fence and into my um, phone. Did you? Um, did, oh, I was just wanted to basically say, if Paul was your pharmacist mm. and you're showing him one of your many ailments, <laughs> yes, um, and you scroll through, I mean, presumably some of those could involve a custodial sentence, couldn't they? No. <laughs> My phone is clean. Yeah, right. My phone is clean. Right, so that's, I think, just about it from, uh, from me for the yeah. emails. Unless you've got one, Donaldson. I'm spent. Let's get out of here, Luke. Um, if you want to bother us with your uh, with your emails, hello, hello at lukeandpeachshow.com. And we should say, actually, before we go, that over the next week or two, mm-hmm. you are going to be in the Far East, aren't you? Yes. So we're having to pre-record these shows because yes. you won't be here. Yes. So do keep an eye on uh, Pete's... Uh, Travels. Social, social media <laughs> accounts for stuff he gets up to. For example, getting run over by a bloke on a moped who offered yep. you 20 cigarettes to not call the police. Yeah, I think that's it was the only sort 10. Thing, I think it was only 10, 10 actually. Cigarettes, 10 cigarettes, and you don't even smoke. I know. Um, that's the kind of thing that can happen to Pete Donaldson on his holidays. Mm. So do keep in touch with him at Pete Donaldson. And our social is at Luke and Pete Show on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to get in touch, hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. And we would love to hear from you. Oh, that's lovely. There you go. That was a lovely roundup. All the admin done, mate. All the admin done. All the admin done. Mm. That's it from me, mate. You do, me. do your bit. Do I'm press your here. button. Do whatever press you want to do. All right, darlings. Uh, we'll see you very soon. Can I say next week now? No, I can't. No, it's can't. Thursday again. Yeah, yeah. See you next Why Thursday. do I always do that? I only do that on the Monday show. See you in a few days. <laughs>
confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.